Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Stevia Show. This is Steven. And this is Lydia. And we hope everybody is doing great in this state of emergency. <laughs> um, we actually have a guest with us today because we want to make sure that they're safe because... Yes. Things are not so hot right now, apparently, and we'll get not. we'll get into that later. But yes, there there is a national state of emergency. We hope Team Stevia is okay. So far, we're okay. We're okay. So we hope everybody else is we okay. We do. Yeah. So thank you all for joining us on our previous episode, New Year's Same Stevia. And we're going to go ahead and welcome our guests, our correspondent, the one, the only, Matthew J. Malden. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, so um, yeah, like I said, we had to bring Matt in because we're in our little bunker right now, <laughs> and um, I, I'm pretty sure like the radiation or whatever that's going on outside, I, we sh- we it should might get us. we should be safe here. I don't think it's hit Oklahoma just yet. Okay, but I think you're growing an arm out of your ear. Uh, it could uh-oh. be. Oh man, we gotta get that uh, checked we, we, out. We gotta get that checked. Well, we can't go outside because it's an emergency. Oh well. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we'll somebody in Team Stevia is a doctor. Maybe. Please come to the bunker. <laughs> Please come to the bunker. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and get started with our meme of the week. It's kind of going to go into what we're going to talk about today. So I'll um, have you all already already viewed it. Yep, we viewed it. Okay. So it says um, Adam Levine's parents after Super Bowl halftime 2019, and it's a picture of Patrick Starr's parents, and it said, "Oh, that's right, honey. We don't have a son." <laughs> um, after the just abysmal performance that was the Super Bowl 53 <laughs> halftime show. Yeah, I was really w- sad about that. It was sad. I think we. I think the nation was sad. I think the nation was sad too. And we'll get more into that. I think I'm, you have some stats about how I, sad the nation was. <laughs> I do. I'm honestly surprised that that's not the state of the emergency. Honestly. that was... Ugh. But honestly, this was a pretty good episode on uh, Spongebob. It, it was, it yeah. It was a good one. But they or did when him Patrick, dirty. Yeah. When Patrick forgot he had parents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was like, I have parents? Yeah. <laughs> what are parents? Janet, what Marty, are those? <laughs> who are you people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and talk about your media review because you have three and then also some new developments, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So it's um, good Matt's here today because he can, he can talk about it too. But we have seen three movies since the last time we did Stevia, which was like just... Two weeks ago? Two weeks a week ago, and a half, something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, so we saw Glass, and that was the third installment of the um, Split and... Unbreakable. Unbreakable, thanks. I always forget the first one. Um, saga, and I thought it was really good. It, like, put everything together. What do you think? It was good. Uh, it had the classic M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end. It had actually had a couple... Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it got a bad rap at first, but now the ratings are starting to climb back up into the eight eight out of ten range. So I thought it was okay. I thought it was a good ending. I thought it was a good tie together for the trilogy. Yeah, and I think the reason why it was doing so bad at first is because people were going to see it that hadn't seen the other movies. And this is a movie that you clearly have to see oh, the other ones. Okay, so it'd be like if I went to go see this movie, yes. I wouldn't understand. You it. would okay. not understand it and you would not enjoy it and that you would was, probably give it a four. Yeah, but see, the thing is, it's like I haven't even seen The Sixth Sense. And I, I understand that like M. Night Shyamalan directed that and he's known for his plot twist. Yeah. But it was spoiled to me because the plot twist was that it was Bruce Willis the whole time. I know. Like yeah. he was in the movie the entire time and that was the plot twist. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan has different. He's weird. But it was a good movie. So okay. if you've seen the other movies, then go see Glass. But, but if not, other. don't go see it. And what are the first two for those playing at home? Unbreakable, which Unbreakable. was in the 80s. Late 80s, 89 maybe? I didn't think it was that early. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, well, anyways. And then um, Split. Split was 2016. Yep. Okay, and then Glass is... And no. it, it, it's in the same universe. It's the same culmination universe. of the two. Okay, gotcha. So, so, yeah, okay. everybody comes together and it's really good. Are the other two movies good though? Um, We saw Cold Pl- Pursuit. I personally did not... Oh, I was talking about the other two movies in the... Oh, oh yeah, they're yeah, like, they're really good. Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. That, that is kind of coincidental because there are oh, two yeah. other movies on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, the no other worries. two movies like Unbreakable and Gla- and Split were really good. Split was really good with uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, he's really good in everything he does. Really, so yeah, the other two are worth watching. He's gonna too. be Professor Xavier <gasps> in oh. Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I should have added that on there. Is that like the one that's coming out? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, you know he that. does. Um, so we went to watch this movie. Yes, Wednesday. And there was a lot of different new movie previews that we were really excited for. And one of them was Dark Phoenix, which is about Jean Grey, who is an X-Men. And um, in the it's X- her origin story. It's yeah, it's her origin story. So in her in um, X-Men, James McAvoy plays Professor X, which he plays in all the newer X-Men movies. Is he like the younger? He's Professor the young X. Professor okay. X, yeah. Um, and so that one's going to be a really good one too. Because normally Professor X is Ian McClellan, correct? Or, yes, or is the, he old, Magneto? The, the old one. Who's Magneto? Magneto's Patrick Stewart. Ian McClellan is, okay. Yes. Magneto. No, I no so. Professor X. The bald guy. Professor X. Yeah. Well, they're both bald. Yeah, they're both bald. Oh, they oh are both man. Bald. And they're both old. And they're both white. Dang it. Okay. Dang. But they're best friends okay. in real life. Did you know? That's so cute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, But the other movie we watched was uh, Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. Um, So this is the movie that I was not a fan of. Okay. It's just a typical Liam, Liam Neeson movie. What do you think, Matt? I thought it was okay. I'm a big fan of action and killing so <laughs> and that's all all this was wasn't it is this all action all action and all killing it had a quirky uh style to it it was kind of it was it was kind of different i don't know they kind of made fun of the killings in a way gotcha yeah that's true i'm not sure was it, it was like more, over the top like with the killings it kind no. of made sense okay i mean they, it wasn't like unrealistic if oh, that's what you're asking okay that is yeah okay no it's like nobody's like head was like exploding or anything no. like that. Okay. But you're right. They did kind of make him quirky, I guess, is what you used. Because your typical Liam Neeson movie, I guess, he's more of like the, the badass. And this one, he's kind of like a weirdo. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he's like still he's, lots of killing. It's, it's like basically like a, he plays a dad that's, you know, he's just a regular guy and he's never killed before. And then all of a sudden he has to flip a switch and kill all these people so gotcha so does he like tell dad jokes after he killed everybody because that'd be pretty cool if he did he didn't (sighs) maybe in the sequel maybe so maybe Maybe. so maybe in warm pursuit yes but i didn't think it was very good i gave it a six out of ten okay what'd you give it matt what do you think probably around there six or seven wow well he was entertained at least yeah (laughs) spot um and then the last one we just saw on wednesday was um alita alita the battle angel or Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh my gosh. And everybody's been saying it's good. Um, I actually talked to my coworker, Dalton. He's really big into like anime and manga and stuff like that. Yeah. And he said that Alita Battle Angel is like derived from a Japanese manga. Yes, that's what and, I heard too. And he said that normally those movies don't do very good. Like the live action Dragon Ball Z, that was It's terrible. because they had James Cameron on their side in this one. Ah. Anything James Cameron does, it's like gold. It turns I, into gold. I've actually seen James Cameron's movies, if that yes, says anything. Yes, yeah, exactly. 100%. Because you would be sad if you didn't. Yeah, so what was this about? Like, just kind of like a quick synopsis, I guess. I think it was just like this future future world. And from what I understand, it's it's off of, it's based off a book series, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm, a Chinese book yeah, series? Like Japanese. A foreign, yeah, foreign book series. And it's about this futuristic world where... Um, the doc, uh, uh, a surgeon or a doctor finds this, you know, uh, a half half robot body, and he turn he brings her back to life, and turns out she's probably one of the most advanced uh, robot fighting models in the world, and it's kind of this crazy story about her. Okay. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to where she's from, and 
and how she got there. And it's a few a few twists in there, twists and turns. But yeah, it was really good. It and was really good. Should be having a if it. I, I assume it'll yeah. it'll do well in the box office. So a sequel will not be out of the question. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So that's one I could watch then without, of course, reading the books because you all yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll need to see that then. And then the ones we want to talk about are um, the Aladdin trailer came out. And that's pretty controversial. It was awful. Oh, you thought it was awful? Yes. I thought it was weird. I didn't did think it was. Did you see Genie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I didn't did think. Did you see Genie? I saw it. Yeah, I didn't. Will Smith looks awful as Genie. I didn't think it was awful. It, 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 it caught me off guard and, and, and not a good way. I'm still going to see it, of course, because it's Aladdin. Because, I don't even know if I'll see it in because, the theater. Because like the rest of the scenes that they did in the trailer looked looked cool. Like the parade scene was really colorful. The music the, was good. Yeah, and I'm also excited that they didn't cast white people to play. But they did a pretty close job. It's not like they went to India and got Yeah, Indian, that's true, or Middle know? Eastern people. Yeah, but it's a step they in the right direction. They could have done way better. They could have done way better. It's but, Disney. They could have done way better. Yeah. Just Jafar doesn't even look like a he person look evil. of power. Yeah, he looks like a yeah, he looks like a you know Jasmine. Like a you know who they should have done as Jasmine? Who's that? Um, Jasmine. They should have done Priyanka Chopra. I can't tell you who that is. Nick Jonas's wife. Now I know who Nick Jonas she is. She is a babe, and she's Middle Eastern, and she okay. would be the perfect Jasmine. Okay, gotcha. But the Will Smith as genie that I think just no. I think his voice is was the okay part. I think I think if it was, I a, thought that they were just gonna make him. Like a cartoon genie, uh huh, and not what they made him. No, yeah, he really was alive, like a live action. It was yeah. like a live action it, genie, it, and it it was like he just they just plastered his name, his face on a blue body on, on a CGI. Yeah, and that's what and that's it what looks people, so bad. Yeah, and that's the weird thing is like if it if I were to like close my eyes, I, I should have honestly closed my eyes the first time I heard. Will Smith yeah, we should have <laughs> because because his voice I think fits the genie role. I, I I don't think it's anything Will Smith is doing. I think it's no. how the directors yeah made it look because it does look weird. I'm still gonna go see it, but yeah, yeah but yeah, I, I didn't think it was awful, but I did not think it was good. Do you I think he'll sing uh, Switch. Or Miami, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny because it's like, it, like whenever he does, like you ain't never had a fan like me, and like, and it's like what a duh, like, and then like they like flip it into like switch or something like that. Yeah, that'd be really pretty cool. cool. That would be cool, but <laughs> I, I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> hey, yeah, that was oh a, that was a weird. Yeah, so I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, so that I'm was, not feeling good about that one. But you know what, I am feeling good about. What are you feeling good Frozen about? Frozen two. I have not seen the trailer. <laughs> I'm pumped. You need to watch the trailer. I'll sh- we, you should watch it after. I this. liked Frozen one. It's the Frozen two trailer is kind of dark, and it oh, kind of makes me feel like Elsa's gonna go. Is she's training for a, like a super battle, or she's trying uh-huh. to go? Maybe she's going to go um, try to find the origin of her powers. Ooh. And so she needs to know how to use them. But it's it's kind of dark in the beginning. And I kinda, or in the trailer. And I kind of like it. Okay. I'll need, I'll need to look at it. Matt wasn't a fan, but he's going to have to go watch it anyways. Like, did you not like Frozen, Frozen 1? No, I thought it was overhyped. I mean, I think it was overhyped. Oh, it was for sure overhyped, but it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Tangled was better than Frozen, I think. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, but Frozen was for still sure. good, but not... But I'm excited for the second one. Okay. What else and then got? Toy 4, a which Toy I know Story you're 4. excited about. I, I haven't seen the trailer, but I am excited for it. It's good. I did see that PETA, of course, threw a fit about... Yeah, PETA's ridiculous. Uh, I think they actually kill more animals than they do save. They do. Because like, I'm all for animal welfare, but... And Disney gives yeah. like millions of dollars to PETA every year. And they also... <laughs> 
and like even like the theme parks like Disney's Animal Kingdom like their main goal is conservation like they yeah they're literally not, they're not bad to animals no. I don't I don't think they are and little Bo Peep got a remodel mm-hmm. she looks good she's like ready to kick some butt because so, she wasn't in Toy Story 3 right Ooh, oh no she wasn't because Woody, no. Woody was like yeah we lost Bo yeah because yeah. Bo Peep went somewhere else but she you know her OG outfit is like the big dress and the the sheep staff thing and now she's like in this cute pantsuit and I'm like ready to see her role. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I know this isn't on the on the, on the the paper but I am not excited for the Kim Possible live action remake. Oh, I just it watched that too. so bad. So bad and I was kind of, they kind of hyped that up like it was going to be they really did. good. Who's playing Kim? I can't even Some randos. You. Yeah. It's, and yeah, they look I, like I children. I mean, I guess they're supposed to look like oh, children. Oh, true. <laughs> but like in, <laughs> yeah. in the, um, in the cartoon, she was kind of like a, like a senior year in high school. Right. This girl's like, she looks, looks like, like a middle like, school. Like if she's 13 or 14. Yeah. yeah. Like right around eighth grade is how I would. So I don't think it's going to be, I mean, I know it's not going to be very good Me at all. I'm not excited for that. But yeah, we definitely want to hear, we should have, we'll post a picture of the genie. Uh, yeah, let's post a picture of their genie. Yeah, yeah, on Facebook. So yeah, everybody weigh in on how, on how you think genie looks. I think most people will think it looks kind of strange. I I, um, I'll be they surprised. They could have just done way better. Yeah, because it's not, again, it is not Will Smith's fault. On the off chance that Will Smith, you are listening to this, we love you, pal. We do love you. And Disney's, Dis, Disney. But did, you should have Disney kicked somebody dirty. about yeah. that. Anyways. For sure. Yeah, so we're going to talk about a few things today. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is Super Bowl 53. And I think whenever Lydia wrote the first sub point to this, I think she perfectly, <laughs> perfectly, like, uh, like, it, like... I hit it on the head. You captured the emotion. Yeah, so Steven yeah. was typing. I am still angry about we this. Use, uh, <laughs> we use Google we, we use Google Docs yes. when we do our things. And so he was typing today and he put disgrace. And it just reminded me of The Lion King 2 when they're like, deception, disgrace. So I gave him the YouTube video and he watched it while he was typing the thing today. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I feel like we all felt deception and disgrace I, during the halftime show I, and during the whole entire football game. I think Roger Goodell needs to answer for his crimes against humanity. I think, <laughs> I, like, I think the United Nations needs to like call him up and like he needs to testify. I think Roger Goodell needs to answer for a lot of things. Okay, that's Ooh, very true. Tell us more, Matt. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. Like the flight gate? Like the Kaepernick <laughs> stuff like that came everything? out Everything? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did see that. Okay, oh, will you explain he, that to yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, because I, I heard he like settled his grievances, yeah, but like so what exactly happened? Bas- uh, basically him and uh, the other guy from the 49ers that... Eric something, I think is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Barry. Eric, Eric Barry. Eric Barry, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He, uh, or anyway, they settled with the NFL today for their, you know, I guess they thought they took him to court because they thought that they, it, they were uh, like a defamation lawsuit or mm-hmm. something like that. So they mm-hmm. settled today. Gotcha. But then the, well, I guess we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the AAF and the Kaepernick stuff was kind of, yeah, it kind of made oh, me mad yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The AAF, AAF kind of came out of nowhere, but we will be talking about that. Yeah, I um, saw it just for a second because I just thought this was funny and I think Stephen will think this funny, but on the on the thing today when it came out with Kaepernick, they were like, there was no collusion or oh. something like that was like the big headline and <laughs> I was funny. like, LOL, That's no collusion. <laughs> um, but this was the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Um, the New England Patriots did defeat the Rams 13-3. to um, This beat the former record of 14-7 to when the Dolphins beat the Redskins all the way back in 1973. Wow, way before we were born. Uh, yeah, for sure. Or even but thought of. Our, our, <laughs> our parents were barely alive. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, but th- but that was the weird thing, and um, I think there was also there was no touchdown pass was thrown. No pass because nope. it was a run, wasn't it? It, it was a run, and then uh, the the Rams, of course, just had to have that field goal. But I'm really glad that Tom Brady did not get MVP because he Me would too. not have deserved it. Honestly, I think the kicker of the Patriots I know, or whoever I, should have got it. There's never been a kicker. Did you know that? I looked that up. Yeah, but this that was a terrible terrible football game. Yeah, it was really boring. Yeah, yeah. it it's was a good horrible. game plan. It, yeah. it was a good game it plan. Was a good yeah. game plan. <laughs> it was a good game plan. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the halftime show was terrible. So um, the official YouTube video for the Maroon 5 halftime show is sitting at a cool 852,000 dislikes compared to <laughs> 124,000 likes. Um, many people, and I think us included, uh, thought that the tribute to SpongeBob was inadequate and was only used for hype purposes. You know, and that is so true. It's like they it's like they use SpongeBob to get all the millennials to watch that was and then as soon as they teased the spongebob and didn't do anything we all turned it off we honestly because because y'all were at the super bowl party we i should have had a camera set up and i should have captured our reaction whenever we were done Uh, that would have been funny yeah because i think all of us were because we were so excited we were you know we were all like hyped up when they showed him the squidward yeah 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 yeah. because we're like here it is you know woohoo and then and then it was oh and then it was like yeah it's lit or whatever, whatever he said. And it was so bad. nothing against Travis Scott. Like he's a good musician, but and wow. oh, okay. And can we Speaking also of Travis Scott, yeah, we can talk uh, about him later. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's safe today from this episode. Nobody, uh, n- not even Stevia. We're not safe. Um, but another thing that I think is weird is that how come whenever Adam Levine purposely strips, he no nobody cares but whenever justin timberlake accidentally yanked off janet jackson's bra i think that a woman's boob is different than a man's boob but it shouldn't be and the fact that it ended janet jackson's career that's i'm just saying it's sad i don't think it ended her career you didn't hear it kind of did you you really didn't hear a lot from her afterwards but i'm just saying it wasn't her fault like justin timberlake's one who was like yoink and then yeah that was a really weird sound effect for that, but <laughs> that was reminding me of like Scooby Doo, you know, <laughs> yoink, but, yoink. But yeah, but <laughs> Never and mind. yeah. So I think honestly, and, and then oh, I do, I did love seeing all the pictures because like Adam Levine had that California tattoo, yeah. and then on <laughs> Facebook, everybody like there was this guy from Illinois. He was like really big, and he like did you drew, see the Michael Scott one? Yeah, I did, and it's like prison Mike. Oh, with yeah. all the office stuff. On yeah, it. it was really good, and they did like and it's always sunny one as well. Yeah, but um. But yeah, so the whole thing was weird. Now, um, if you want to talk about this next part, Matt, because uh, you you actually showed me this, what the NHL did right. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I was scrolling through the depths of Twitter and came across the video of the Dallas Stars. They did a, they redeemed the world. They did. <laughs> and I'm su- I was actually shocked that they were the first ones and only ones mm-hmm. so far to do this. But, exactly. Uh, during one of their intermissions, they, they played... Uh, their full performance of Sweet Victory. Yeah, and I think they even made like the band outfits green for the stars. Yes, which I thought did. that was cool, and I think that that made the stars like immediately the internet's favorite team. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was very popular. Yeah, like, like it was a good video too. It, it was. I good. watched it a couple times. So, I was. I was. And they pumped. even uh, and on the center ice they. They did the the black. Oh, like they, they did. Were they up, did. Yeah, you know? that was super cool. That was yeah. cool. Um, but so we uh, here at the Stevia Show, we are not going to disrespect SpongeBob like that. So we're going to go ahead and just have a moment of sweet victory, um, basically to honor Stephen Hillenberg and SpongeBob and the One Up Maroon Five. So here we go. <laughs>
We love you, SpongeBob. Thank you for all that you've done for our childhood. And we are we so sorry. We are supporters. The, that the NFL let you down because that wasn't fair to you. Or if him. we were in charge, that would have been happened. played on repeat. Uh, oh, that would have been the whole entire <laughs> halftime show. Maroon 5 wouldn't have even been there. But We could have just used, because, um, you know, SpongeBob sings in almost every episode, probably. We would have just used him as a whole oh, concert. Yeah, <laughs> and then we, we could have had our friends and when the clock strikes do the, uh, do the actual oh, music for, for it. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, um, and then, so, in another uh, news for football, uh, there is a new football league called the Alliance of American Football, and this kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but the weird thing is, is they are not competing directly with the NFL. They're like a spring league, basically. And there are eight teams, and <laughs> some of them have kind of funny names. Um, so I'm pretty sure Matt's favorite team is actually the first one going to be the Arizona Hotshots because you're a Cardinals fan, <laughs> even though they're based in Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> then you have the Salt Lake Stallions, the San Antonio Commanders, the San Diego Fleet, the Atlanta Legends, the Birmingham Iron. Iron. That was weird. That was like a so the, so <laughs> iron. The iron. Hey, y'all. Uh, the <laughs> Memphis Express and the Orlando Apollos. So those are your teams for the Alliance of American Football. Okay. Why is San Antonio the commanders? Because of the whole, the Alamo? Is I, that, I think so. Their, their, logos, from their, the their, Alamo? Their, their logo is actually pretty cool. Yeah. So is the San Diego And one. then Orlando Apollos because that's where NASA is located? Is that I have no idea. I so. I yeah, know. but okay. they have a cool logo too. The worst logo is the Birmingham Iron. It's, yeah, just, it, it's a sure. silver B on a black, like just a solid black background. It's, yeah. it's kind of lame. Hmm. Yeah. And I saw something funny on the internet about this. What's that? Um, they were like, what if the eight teams of the AF, AAF competed in the winner plays the worst team in the NFL, and if they beat the worst team in the NFL, then that team has to go down to the AAF, and then the AFF team gets to go up to the NFL. <laughs> That's how they do it in European <laughs> soccer. That would actually be kind of relegation. funny. Yeah, relegation, relegation and promotion. Yeah. So, so basically, the Buffalo Bills would always be a contender to be sit <laughs> down, sent down yeah, to the, yeah. I just thought it was funny. But they... Uh, they they killed the ratings. Oh, they did. They did. Oh, yeah. They did do good on TV. They really did good. That I think they were on Friday and I think they're on Friday and Saturday nights. I think so on CBS Sports mm-hmm. something CBS, like that. Yeah, yeah, they they killed the ratings. They had the overnight ratings were they blew the NBA out of the water. So yeah, is this I think indoor? everyone was just kind of itching um, to see more football. Yeah, I agree. Um, no, it's not indoor football. It's it's, it's regular football. There there is one indoor stadium because the uh, San Antonio team plays in the Alamo Dome, but the rest of them they're all outdoors. So it's normal football. It, regular normal football. football. Just, rule, some of the rules are league. some of the rules are tweaked, and they they do a couple of cool things that yeah what. I, that I think the NFL will employ at some point. Yeah, what I really like is during the referee review, the referees are mic'd they're up. Mic'd so up. You, yeah, you, you hear what they're talking mm-hmm. about. So that way, like if for some reason the the Ooh. league is like rigging the games, you'd be able to hear it as the fan, you know. So I think I that's like pretty that. neat. That is a cool rule. The the, le- the level of play isn't as good. Obviously, of course, it's not right. as good. But uh, there's a lot of washed up NFL players or guys that right. got hurt and they're trying to work their way back, which is kind of cool. It's another avenue they can pursue. Exactly. So is this like how baseball does it? Like baseball has the major leagues and the minor leagues. Um, I don't right. think this is really. I think these guys. I think these guys are more. Uh, I I don't think they are going to get as fair of a shot to get back in the NFL right. as like the MLB will okay. give their minor league players. I, 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 okay. I kind of think what the AAF does is that it, it fills a gap basically because like w- there's more football. Like we're all, like everybody loves football in America, um, and. I think it does, like what Matt said, there is that avenue for players to get that second chance because if they get an NFL deal, they, like, contractually, they're able to just leave their AAF well, contract. For example, like, the uh, mm-hmm. the guy that's kicking for the San Diego team, um, he was on the Chargers last year and right. got cut. So, I mean, and he's young. He's only, like, 23, oh, wow. 24. So, 
I mean, there. And where else are you going to play football after college? No, and he was yeah. he was 100 percent in the AAF game. So gotcha. Maybe he'll get another job at some point. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I think this is like I said, it's kind of like it's it's filling a gap, and like people were watching it on TV and stuff like that. And speaking of alternative football leagues, um, the new XFL has been revived, and this is just kind of you know Oklahoma news. Um, so the XFL Dallas franchise has named longtime OU head coach Bob Stoops as the franchise's inaugural coach. So that's kind of a little. Fun tidbit, I thought it was I guess. odd. It is. I think the, the XFLs is kind of odd. Like, I'm surprised Bob Stoops hasn't gotten an, an NFL team yet because of how good he coached the Sooners. Like, I'm not a college football fan, but even I know that Bob Stoops is like one of the greatest coaches yeah. of all time. Kind of weird. Well, I don't know. I I don't know if they're going to try and compete with the AAF in this time frame, like right. in the off season, or if, I don't know. They're going to have to choose one or the other. Yeah, obviously, either so. go ahead head with the with the NFL, which they already tried, and that. Failed miserably. They only had one season. There's so. only so many football players <laughs> to go around, so I don't know how they're going to dish that out. And there's only so much interest to go around, too. Like, I don't want to, like, just like with hockey, like, I love hockey, but I can't watch it year-round. Right. You know, you got to have a break, but but whatever. But, yeah, so um, Lydia mentioned earlier that Travis Scott is in trouble, too. So, Lydia, why is Travis Scott in trouble? Or well, not Travis Scott. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, Travis Scott isn't exactly in trouble. He was coming to Tulsa to... um put on and perform for our local Oklahomans, but he had to cancel a show. I don't know if he was sick. I don't know if he was throwing up. He might've had the flu. I don't know. Right. Well, he canceled the show. And so, you know, who's in trouble? The people of Tulsa, because yeah, they are in trouble. They, he had a sold out show on February 11th and he postponed it just to March 26th. He postponed it. Like he didn't even just cancel it. And, and your say, tickets I'm never are going to be back. honored. You know, you don't have to buy tickets twice. And yeah. the fans threw a fit. And they were all, you can tell they were all spoiled white kids. Like they had yeah, their, their had jerseys, their polo, drugs snapback and hats on. And they were like, let us in. And then the police like threw down a pepper spray bomb. Yeah. And I, I'm normally not a fan of police using force, but I think they deserved it. They were they, a little crazy. They, they, they've probably never been told no their whole entire life no and then, yeah for sure yeah did you see that matt yeah yeah it was, it was crazy embarrassing it, it was, was really embarrassing and it made like a lot of big headlines it and did I it mean, just makes us look bad and so that was just annoying yeah and the people were like we're sorry it's not our fault but yeah because yeah, I, I think what happened is you're gonna like, come in and just sit down <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like no, what do you that's want what i was thinking because i think there was like technical difficulties or something but but regardless their tickets are going to be honored like they're, they're going to be able yeah. to go see travis scott but like yeah what are you going to do go sit in an empty arena and I like remember watch youtube videos one of like, my one of my coworkers had tickets and she said that uh I guess the the reschedule. I don't know. There's another huge concert either the, the day before or the day after, mm. but they also have tickets to that one. Well, then so just go said, see well, that, two, that week's going to be hell because I'm going to have to. That's going to be an awesome week. Go see two concerts yeah. in a row. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, but if she's concerts, old, maybe not. Speaking of concerts, how is Kelly Clarkson? Oh my God, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is a goddess. Okay, yeah. so I love Kelly Clarkson, and I'm not a huge fan of concerts. Like I don't really go to concerts. Um, it's just a lot of people and. I've never really been a fan, but my mom and I have always loved Kelly Clarkson. I can remember the times where we would go be going to school and just belt out to Kelly Clarkson's new Since CD. Yes, yeah. 100%. Yes. And so when my friends were like, Lydia, Kelly Clarkson's coming to Tulsa. Do you want to go? I was like, yeah, I do. Because that's like one. She's probably the only person in the world that I ever really wanted to see in concert. Gotcha. And she, her voice, I don't know how it's possible, guys, but her voice is better in person than it is on the radio. 
and normally it's the opposite. And, and, and that's why I really like concerts because I feel the same way about the bands I go see. And yes. it's like the vibe and stuff. But yeah, oh. I, I heard she was good. Her, all of her new music is amazing. She's so funny. She did like a little comedy thing while she was there. She's hilarious. So I had a blast. It was good times. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. So Kelly, Kelly rules. Awesome. Yeah. Kelly rules and Travis Scott fans located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They suck. Not, they, they do not rule. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. So yeah. And then, so we're going to do a little bit of a uh, government updates because living in the world we do now, there are always lots of them. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start out. Um, we actually avoided a partial shutdown. So I was wrong. Because I predicted the government was going to shut down, and I yeah well, you did yeah I, I'm I'm you, you know, said I think there's going to be another one. There was almost another. There one. was almost another one. So but I was, we avoided it. But I was wrong, and I'll you know I'm ethical. But enough you know, to admit in it. turn, in turn, I believe that the gas prices jumped 25 cents because we didn't shut down the government. <laughs> so really, hey government, if you got any more of those shutdowns, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Please pull them out. Yeah. Um. But according to uh, CNN on February 13th, uh, while Trump was not happy with the deal approved by the Senate, he still intends to sign it, which he did eventually do today, mm-hmm. the 15th of February. Um. So this prevented a partial government shutdown that would have began this week. Yeah. I just can't believe. Me either. Why do we just shut down the... Why do we do that? But... Do you know why? Why what? Why do we shut down the government? Don't have enough money. Yeah, they can't fund it. Yeah. Well, we're like $22 trillion in debt. So, so I think what's going to happen... At what point in time are we going to fix that? Well, we're going to fix it whenever we take over, you and I as czar and vice czar. Okay. We yeah. will have Matt be our, like our, our finance czar. Oh, yeah. Czar, he's our finance czar. And he will balance the books. Oh, my Easy. gosh. Right? Sure. Cool. Sure. I like it. That's, wow, that, that's, sure. that's, that's, good, that's good enough. Um, hmm. But on the flip side of the government shutdown, we have the national state of emergency. And Lydia, what, yes. what is so pressing? That was what our joke was about in the beginning of the right. show was that um, we are in a national state of emergency. The um, February 15th, which is today, President Trump declared a national state of emergency to secure the $8 billion needed to begin building a wall at the U.S. southern border. This is expected to be challenged by the courts as there are conflicting views on whether executive powers can and should be used for immigration purposes. You sounded just like a newscaster. That was awesome. That yeah, was really good. That was good. That's because I had to stick to the script there. I mean, you didn't have to. Um, but Well, I wanted to make sure I get all the, oh, okay, all gotcha, the juices gotcha. in there. Uh, yeah, and that was a big reason why the uh, shutdown happened the first time, too, was because they wanted money for the wall. Yeah, Right. And then, interestingly enough, Trump said today that he didn't need to, to declare a state of emergency. And I'm just like, if you're going to do that and say it, that's only adding to the, says that the, a lot, the thing of lawsuits is going to come up. You know, like, hey, man, you straight up said you didn't need to do this, so we're not going to let it let it happen. So see you later. I know, so, right? It kind of makes it harder for himself. So spoiler alert, expect us to be talking about next week, the courts talking about <laughs> The courts talking about Trump yeah, challenging, about, challenging the wall. Exactly. But $8 billion. Seems, elite, it seems almost illegal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, so sketchy. Why can't there be a it national state? Why can't there be a state of emergency where just like we split the $8 billion with towards all the citizens of the United well, States? Here's the That'd thing. be a cool emergency. Here's my question too <laughs> is nice. why are you, why do you have to do a state of emergency to get $8 billion? Because nobody wants to fund the wall. So where is he going to get the funding for I, the national state of emergency? I have no idea. Out yeah. of like um, oh, a FEMA? <laughs> oh, out of FEMA. <laughs> Isn't it FEMA that like helps the hurricane victims and stuff? Yeah, yeah they, they did I, really bad you, with Katrina. Yeah, but when you when you declare a national state of emergency, there's like a rainy day fund. Ah, uh, so that's I think I, I think that's what it comes out of because it unlocks. But then, but then, what if there's like a, what if there's like an 
actual emergency like you know oh i don't know well now we have no more money exactly so hurricane season's coming up it is so um (laughs) the moral of the story is is that uh we don't have any more room here at stevia bunkers during the national emergency so we have like our little radio setup so we'll keep you all updated as as it goes on yeah but we only have room for lydia matt myself and abby so everybody else unfortunately we can't stay in sorry in the the bunker but you're so well but yeah yeah you're well i mean unless you want to give us eight billion (laughs) dollars we'll build a bigger bunker bunker (laughs) and not a wall <laughs> we'll, we'll build a bigger bunker and we'll make the president pay for it. That's, yes. I think that's a great idea. Um, so, and we do have some new candidates in 2020 that have announced. Yes, because the last time we talked, we talked about the ones that had already announced. So, we're going to update everyone. Yes. So, um, Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, uh, she announced in perhaps the most Minnesotan way possible. There was a <laughs> snowstorm. Yep. And she announced that she was running for president. That was pretty cool. Um, Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, she went and got herself a beer and formally, uh, formally <laughs> announced that, or formally announced that she is going to run for president and also Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey uh, formally announced that he's running for president as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are joining a already crowded field of Democrats. As so of, many. Yeah. As of now, there are nine individuals who have either formed exploratory committees or formally announced that they are running for president. And we are still missing big names um, in the Democratic Party, such as uh, Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Bernie Sanders and representative, uh, former representative Beto or O'Rourke. Where do these people get all their money? I, that's for, what for another thing I want to know. You know, that's I, yeah. a good question because half of these, more than half, I think six of the nine are saying that they're not taking funds from big, from um, big corporations, big, compa- big companies. But they'll be the first ones to drop. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully probably. not. But but that that and Bernie Sanders actually kind of started that because the average Sanders donation was like seventeen dollars. Yeah, and he nearly beat. Clinton and Clinton had all the corporate backing. Yeah. And I'm not like saying one way or another, but it's, but still, it's just from other people. I yeah. mean, people who believe in other people will give money, I guess is yeah. how it works. So it's going to be a crowded race. And I mean, I honestly, I would go to Amazon because they don't have to pay taxes. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amazon paid a whopping zero dollars <laughs> in taxes. Zero Isn't that insane? What was it? $11 billion in revenue mm-hmm. and they pay zero dollars in taxes. So go to them if you need and, some money. <laughs> and like, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, but that doesn't, that just seem wrong. Yeah. Like That's that just, just seems like, dirty, you know? What, just flipping the entire table on corporate inversion. I mean, yeah, for real. You don't even have to outsource to save money on taxes. You can just keep it. That just keep sounds it in keep the it all to yourself. Trash, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. It really makes me mad when I get nine hundred dollars of taxes taken out of my check every month. But <laughs> and, um, and Jeff but, Bezos and, is and paying I don't even zero. make eleven billion dollars. So yeah, it's fine. That's that's ridiculous. Anyways, um, and but we did have a prediction that came true from our last uh, episode. And Lydia, what is that? Well, uh, President Donald Trump appears to have his first primary challenger. It's contested. Um, former governor of Massachusetts, Bill Weald, Weld, well. announced on February 15th that he has formed a committee to make a run for the White House. Weld is often seen as representing the libertarian wing of the Republican Party, as he was the Libertarian Party's vice presidential candidate in 2016. Other potential candidates f- include former Senator Bob Corker of Tennessee, Governor Larry Hogan of Maryland, and former Governor John Kasich. I do it every uh, time. It's, it's Kasich, but it's it is Kasich, hard. It is Kasich. hard. Kasich. And I know who this guy is of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can like see his face and stuff, Kasich, but Kasich, Kasich is... Kasich. Kasich. Case. It's like case and you itch it. You, you do know? it. Kasich. Kasich. Okay, I hate you guys. <laughs> Kasich. But there's probably stuff that we there's probably stuff that we can't pronounce. But yeah, so the Republican primary field is going kinda to be kind of bold for him for uh, Weld to be the first one though. Yeah, it is bold because like he kind of came out of nowhere. I he mean, he did. And literally. so if he actually does announce, so because he has that committee going on right now, but if he does 
announced that he's running. This will be the first time a incumbent Republican president has had a major challenger since 1992. Yeah. So um, where's my homeboy at? Um, Marco Rubio. Yeah, I knew yeah. you would know where my <laughs> well, homeboy is. You always say yeah, he's your homeboy. Where's Marco at? I don't think he'll run against Trump. I think he's. I'm sad. Uh, I think he's too. I'm not trying to like. I dog love on Marco. Him. <laughs> I'm not trying to dog on him, but I think he's a little afraid to run against Trump oh, because probably. because Trump killed him in Florida. Yeah. So and that was uh, that's not. But maybe Marco there. would do better this time around. Maybe he would. I, I don't know. You don't I, think so? I, I don't know. No. Mm. I, sad. I think uh, a lot of people are going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm. Honestly, I think. Uh, I, miss I think Marco. there's a lot of people out there that uh, obviously there's a lot of people that voice their opinions on right, uh, right. negative opinions on Trump, but I think people will be surprised how many Trump supporters there are that stay exactly. silent out there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I agree because the same thing happened with Nixon in the 1970s. Yeah. True. He was an unpopular candidate by like the vocal, like the vocal people, but then there was a lot that didn't. So um, it is kind of weird. I, I I do think out of the three potentials that we mentioned, I think Kasich is going to be. I, I think he will for yeah. sure run. I'd put I'd put money on that. The other two, not so much. Um, but I, I I do think Trump will end up winning the the, the primary. I think he has most of the Republicans mm-hmm. at his back. But I do think there will be a serious challenge. And it'll be fun to watch. It, it will be fun to watch. And we'll of course like whenever twenty twenty things start escalating. Like I'm not going to obviously say who's going to win because we don't even have a Democrat like in the straightforward lead yet so but we'll have our predictions by that point so yeah the sh- iowa primaries it'll be next year yeah that's crazy that's a big time it is the yeah. iowa caucus it's a big time yeah. in the caucuses of iowa yeah but it's so great here because you just vote and you leave you don't you have just, to stay you it's just great. vote and leave that's <laughs> you it get your sticker you're like peace yep. out see you later don't have to tell anybody who you voted for no arguing except with your family it's great yeah <laughs> one of the few things that we <laughs> do fast <laughs> That is true. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for today. Um, so we had quite a bit to cover. Um, we're just, we're honestly, we're just mostly mad at Maroon 5 and Roger Goodell. He's, yeah. he's on our bad list. Uh, what's our random fact? I have a random fact yeah. today. You ready? I'm ready. Um, my random fact of the day is, in 2017, more people were killed from in- injuries caused by taking a selfie than by shark attacks. Wow. Not surprised. I'm not surprised, but still. This you, you is think the your time we live in. Dangerous. I'd like to see how many, what percentage of those people were from the United States. <laughs> Probably 95%. <laughs> it was an alarming, I bet it was an alarming percentage yeah, I, Okay, I really, I want to know, but I don't want to report it. So maybe we can find that out later and then just not tell anybody, but I'm proud to be an American. Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, there no. was only five deaths due to shark attacks in 2017, which is lower than the average year the average amount of deaths caused by sharks is six worldwide there are 35 deaths caused by taking selfies wow. in 2017 <laughs> so you are seven times more likely statistically to be killed by by taking a selfie than by a shark by a shark that's nuts in 2017 2019 we've had a few shark attacks already but <laughs> yeah. yeah but selfies are shaping up to be dangerous this year <laughs> yes they, yes, they are, are. Yeah, so that about does so it that's for my random fact. That, yeah, so that's that good. Those are two good random, one good random fact. Yeah. Well, I guess two with the numbers. Yeah. Just Either one. way, cool, cool random facts. I'm for it. We're about it. But yeah, as always, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook. We're at the Stevia Show. Check us out. Follow at Maldinden. Yeah, follow as me, well. please. Yeah, he, he uh, needs some followers. But and, and Matt has He's good funny. content. He he is. He's funny. Yeah, he we actually retweeted. I think the same guy Fieri. Oh, that was the other day. Oh like, my God. It was like, ladies, you have fifteen dollars to yeah. build your ideal man, <laughs> and everything else was over fifteen dollars. Like Eight dollars <laughs> has frosted tips. Yeah. seven dollars is scouting like, the United States' greatest diners, drive-ins, and dives. dives. Yeah, and, oh, and, oh, and the flame shirt was the, the other shirt, one. Yeah. Zero dollars for that. Yeah, zero dollars. That's priceless. You but, guys, <laughs> I did. Well, I did read both of those. Yeah, when you retweeted them. I love Guy Fieri. He's, he needs to run for president. I would back that. I wouldn't. So oh. he has good burgers, though. Oh, I think burgers make a great policy. 
I, I think so. Oh, that's true, I guess. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, for sure. But for now, that does it for this episode. This is Steven. And this is Lydia. This is Matt. And we will see you all later. Bye. Bye.